Hello and welcome to the Cool Jack Podcast. My name is Jax, your host, and I'm here to share topics within wellness because we all could benefit from others who think alike. Today we are speaking with Brenda Hernandez Jaimez, who is an activist with a focus on justice for Latinas who are minorities across the globe. Let's get into it. Hey, Brenda, how are you? I'm feeling very good. Thank you for asking. How are you feeling? I'm going well, thank you. Welcome to the Cool Jack podcast. You are one of my closest friends who is out in the world making a change and has inspired me today to start my own podcast. Oh, that means so much to me. And you're not seeing the big smile that I have right now. You inspire me. Since the first moment that we met, you're positivity, that radiance, that warm light that you give off to everyone completely pulled me in. And you're one of the people that I admire so much. And the work that you do, the creativity that you have, it's just it's so beautiful. So I'm really honored to be one of your first guests on your podcast. So thank you. I couldn't wish for a better human. <laughs> for today, I would like to start with who you are, and how you came to starting AS, which in English means they for feminine. So what inspired me to do AS was growing up, I've never, and you know this, you know, we're both Latinos. We never really had positive role models, people to see on media and on TV that really inspired us to aspire for more. You know, and growing up, the only positive story I would hear was from my own mom. It was really rare for me to uh, to see other successful Latinas. And instead of complaining more about it, I decided I'm good at interviewing. I know how to record an interview, do podcasting. And I love podcasting. I love this beautiful medium. Instead of complaining about it, I can create this safe space for other Latinas to share their stories so other Latinas can listen, be inspired, be motivated to continue on their own professional careers and choices. I was really focused on the problem that I had when I was growing up and what other Latinas go through throughout their career. So that was basically the driving force that pushed me to do a yes. Very empowering, truly amazing. For us who are minorities in the US, you point to equal representation across all fields. Many of us who don't see ourselves in main media feel like outsiders and witnessing your movement is powerful to many who are trying to find themselves. I'm curious to know what has been a pattern or an experience you've encountered with your podcast, AS. So far, I've had 31 conversations, 31 inspiring conversations with wow. these Latinas. Thank you. And one of the main things that I see we have gone through, and because I also feel reflected when I talk with these amazing women, is that we are always the only Latina or the only woman uh, minority that's in the workspace. And there's no sense of community and support for our fellow Latinas when you know we're, we're alone. And the common thing is that finding their community of other Latinas who are in the same career space an industry that they are, they start connecting and meeting other women, Latinas, that are so supportive of their work, of their skills, and just helping them grow. 
So that's one of the things that I've noticed a lot in my conversations. And I really resonate with that because in most of the places that I've worked, I'm mostly either the only Latina or minority. And thankfully that has changed now, but I can definitely relate when they share that with me. I think today we have the ability to associate ourselves as a community, but only by people like you who are creating awareness and linking people together for hope. In the workforce, we are seeing small amounts of women. The diversity is yet to come. As we live in a men's world, we need women to rule the world. A woman president is yet to be seen possible in the United States. We need more women in making executive calls rather than men who don't have clearly shown themselves to be rational or make any decisions that are really beneficial as a country. You being a high achiever and a great representative of the community, we have to be there listening and helping those who are finding a voice and encourage those who need it. How has it been for you continuing AS during the pandemic? Normally my interviews were in person because I do love being with my guests and just talking with them and, you know, face to face and feeling this connection and this happiness that we're creating. Now I'm doing video podcast episodes full on remote interviews. And I try to always have the video call on. I just miss driving either to their offices or having them over at my home and just talking and just having this connection, you know, face to face. But I think this pandemic has really reinforced the mission of AGAS, which is we're all in this together. This is one of the many obstacles, challenges that have been placed in our path. And we are going to overcome this because we are a very resilient community. We are warriors. It's in our blood. We have overcome so many obstacles, Jax, and I know in my heart that we're going to overcome it and we're going to come out stronger. And talking with these amazing mujeres and them sharing, you know, what they've done to readapt, to innovate in their careers and their life and what they're doing to take care of each other, I think are the necessary words of advice to motivate my listeners to remind them that they're not alone in this. And that, you know, again, if like, if these amazing women are able to live through this, they're also, they will also live through this as well. And, you know, coming out of this will be much stronger and we'll have a better idea of what we want in life and not only our professional lives, but our personal lives as well. And, and what we want for our country, like you were saying before. Yes, we are charged from being indoors for so long. And now we have the strength, especially those who are ambitious, to go out and continue the goals that we've set our mind to. Also, would you like to share with us a little bit about your feature on the LA Times? Oh my gosh, thank you for remembering that. So it was a few months after I started AYAS. And I had recently started doing AS by myself. And then I went to Latina Fest, which is an event in LA. And I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen this year again. But I was in this event and I had met so many 
previous guests that had been on the podcast. And I was so excited to like see them again. And suddenly there was this reporter and he was asking questions about like what he just approached me and he approached me and another um, young woman who was uh, there and he was like, do you want to be, you know, interviewed for the LA Times in Espanol? And she said, no. And I said, yes. And I'm like, I do. Yes, and please. <laughs> I just, he, he was like, okay. He started asking me questions about what I thought about the event, you know, what I thought about the current government of his um, racist comments towards our Mexican community and Latino community. And I, you know, I answered them all. And, you know, he was asking these questions in Spanish and I responded in Spanish and I said, you know, these racist comments that 45 had said about us is, you know, false and all his viewpoint his racist viewpoint was also a driving force to demonstrate that latinas we are educated we are the best at what we do that we come in all colors we come in all shapes and sizes and that we can be found in every industry that this country has to offer and that we are working hard and that we are opening the doors for other Latinas and Latinos so they can take space in that same industry and motivate our current and future generation. And I was just talking to him about this. I was so passionate and just reminded him like, yeah, this is another reason why AES is so important and why AES needs to continue on. So. Mm -hmm. It was such a great experience. And then later seeing, you know, my name on there and just why I created it, yes, was, was really amazing. And it was like a nice thing to to have accomplished, to have done, you know, in the first few months of doing it, yes. And it's a great experience. And like you said earlier, right? Like you have to look for that community. You You have to search for that. And me going to these events and connecting with my community really not only creates these connections, but also provides these opportunities that can make your voice be heard. It was so exciting. It was after the Women's March, a couple of like weeks later when I saw it. And it was quite an encounter because being your friend, you're my first insight into the community. And then seeing you in this article, it was just so inspiring because I think you're actually making a difference and made me realize the community is smaller than you think. It was the right time and the right place to be. And I appreciate your work and ambition to making a change. Good for you. Once you really discover either your, your life mission, the purpose, the reason why you're placed on this earth, right? Once you really accept that, I feel like everything comes so easy. Like you obviously have to put in the work to build this work and this mission that you're doing, right? And that's the most difficult. People don't want to work, to put in the work in order to see the results. They want everything so easy. 
but everything takes time and work. And once you accept that and once you do it, these opportunities will come so easy to you because you're, you will already know how to react, how to drive the result to a bigger and better place because you've been doing this for months, years, and for like an amount of time necessary, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, not a lot of people, not a lot of people like doing, like putting in the work. We come with this background of independence and making a difference because we've seen what we're capable of as humans and there's a lot of work to be done. So cheers for not giving up. Thank you, that means a lot. And every time I read a message or you know, review an email or even from my own guests who listen to my podcast and they're like, you know, I listen to your, you know, to your podcast while I'm working. I, I remember um, Gloria Diaz, she is a scientist and she was in episode 30. She was telling me that while she's doing her experiments in her lab, she listens to my podcast, to Ella's. <gasps> that really, like, that made my day when we did that episode. I was like, it really, when you're doing something by yourself and you're doing it, you know, constantly, you really don't imagine the impact that you're creating. But when you come face to it, you're like, oh, I happiness and yes also that reinforcement of why you're doing this comes again and you're like yes it reminds you okay i'm on the right track i need to continue this i can't quit now you know like it's not it's not only about you it's about the people that depend on this because it's it makes them feel less alone it makes it reminds them that they can accomplish even more things in their career and that it's possible to live the life that they've always aspired to have. Yes, I was listening to the segment and I felt as if I was living through the conversation. It was a great moment to witness and really a big compliment to your work. You're on a high road, which is super exciting. What are some things you want to do when businesses open again? Ooh, okay, so honestly, okay, these are the first things that I want to do. I want to um, cut my hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> because my hair is curly like yours and it's I don't like it long and it gets like very frizzy. I just need it I need to cut it. And then the second thing would either go eat ramen or sushi. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I miss ramen so much and sushi, but and the third thing, I don't know if I, I'm gonna be able to do this though, because things have changed so drastically. I miss going to a movie theater and watching a movie, mm. but I don't know if that would be possible. Uh, yes, me too. That is one experience I'm curious about understanding how it will work. I need a haircut for sure. Every year I like to travel somewhere new. Before this time, maybe a trip to Palm Springs, perhaps tanning, just relaxation would be nice and definitely learning more about nutrition science. We'll have to go to an art gallery whenever it's possible. And we'll have to do a check-in to see how we are. Yes, in a couple of weeks, in a couple of months, and definitely see how our worlds, are, our new reality will be. Because it's, gonna, it's definitely going to be different and not the same as it was before. 
side note, our environment, which has been affected by this pandemic with all the trash people are throwing on the streets, really makes me sad. And who knows how it will be in a couple of months, how this will be fixed. So it'll be very interesting. Who knows what's next? We have the murder hornets out there. We've experienced an earthquake. What else could there be? Oh my gosh, yes, this hornet. Oh my God. Yes, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if something crazier happened in like next week or something like that. If something is coming, we can definitely listen to your podcast, listen to my podcast, or watch a movie to relax and just see how things go. <laughs> yes, we'll have to take some CBD 